Good evening, gentle listener, and welcome to Distractable. This episode, the Titanium Trio trip the trail to Terror Town. Whiskered Wade whops out his wheel and reinvents death battles. Beguiling Bob hates only 11 inches and busts out the killer cookie. Murderous Mark maligns Mr. Myers and agrees the pastry is paramount. From Robber Robert and Freddy to the senior Cenobite. Yes, it's time for The King of Horror Hill. Now sit back and prepare to be distracted and enjoy the show. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Distractable. I'm today's host, Wade. And what's scarier than me hosting? Me hosting when I feel slightly under the weather, but that's the season we're in. I am joined by my healthier friends, Mark and Bob. Hello, boys. Hello. You assume a lot about how healthy I may or may not be. <coughs> you guys are in tip-top shape. Well, I am. I don't, I don't know what's going on with you guys. Made of titanium. Thank you. I got titanium in front of me. Does that count? Balls of steel. I thought it was titanium. Balls of titanium. This is running with the tongue quite as well. You want your balls to really roll off the tongue. Testicles of titanium. How about that? There you go. TT. Look at my TTs! Alright, for a more sane part of this intro, I'm doing well. I'm settling back oh, into being home, and you know, I'm just like relaxing, trying to take it take it easier, get back into the swing of things on the channel. It's good. Life's good. I don't have any like crazy tech updates to talk about or stuff like that. Are you sure you don't have anything you're dying to talk about? No, there's no developments. I haven't bought anything. I haven't researched anything. I've just been reading a book. Wow. That's not very high-tech of you at all. Are you reading it on some sort of futuristic mixed reality virtual headset? What if you went into VR to read a book instead of holding it yourself? You Dude, that'd be so sick. Just sitting sitting on a couch wearing a VR headset just like... <laughs> uh, uh. It's like the book's really in my hands. Oh, the page is sticking. <laughs> all right, fine. I'll go on my latest tech interest. Yes, I knew there was something. Have I talked about how excited I actually am about Apple Vision? Uh, Apple Vision? Is that related to the, that's the Vision Pro thing, right? The headset? Yeah, I don't know why they're calling it the Vision Pro, because it's not like any other version of it has come out. When we talked about it when it was announced, you were pretty hyped on it, but I don't really feel like we've talked about it since that initial thing. I wasn't super hyped on it at first, because like, it was just super unsettling with the picture in the screen there on the front page that's still there. Oh, that's right. The, the fake eyes. But I realized a unique case study where this would be incredibly useful. So, price tag aside, again, most of the things that I talk about are work-related, and I know that I'm in a unique situation where I get excited about my work because I love what I do, and I buy things for that work to make it better, and that's not a unique, that that is not a common situation, and I get that, and I understand this, and this thing is going to be ungodly expensive, but I was on a plane to Korea, right? I was flying, and I had to edit while I was going there, and I just had my laptop with it, me. Ooh. And it's good, you know, the laptop is powerful enough to edit while I'm in the air and on battery, and that's very nice. But what I realized, the actual use case for that headset is virtual displays while I'm in my 
airline seat. And I went and I was like, ooh, if I was actually able to have high resolution displays on my headset and I was able to create multiple desktop based on my laptop, just beaming the image straight into my headset. And if it worked like without creating, without being on the same Wi-Fi with just a direct beam from computer headset, because it's made by the same company, then that could be an excellent use case for that headset. That is a limited use case, but there are a lot of different versions of on a long flight where you need to to work where that I could totally see that probably not completely justifying how hilariously expensive the headset is actually going to be but if you have the money and like it's a thing where it's your job and it's you and like like for me too this is a thing for me I love technology right so any excuse to buy technology that also serves me doing my work more effectively I'll take even if it's a little <laughs> Even if it's a little extra and not strictly necessary, because I enjoy very like it's a personal like thrill for me to have new technology to see how it works, to be able to play with stuff and have something that like not everyone is going to have access to. Probably not a lot of people in the entire world are going to have Vision Pro headsets because it's expensive. But like in a college dorm room type setting, if you're working in a library, I know for me in law school, I had to work in the law library a lot. Because you need to be around the books, you need to be there, and there was, like, all I had was an 11-inch laptop screen to work on. I hated that. But there was no alternative. And you would look like an absolute goober sitting in a law library with a vision headset on, just being like, wow. (laughs) But also, I don't care if I look ridiculous using technology, that would be extremely useful in those sorts of cases. I could totally see that. Especially with editing, because when you're crammed down to just like a 16-inch monitor, and you have to have your timeline, your preview windows, which are tiny, file management there to try to get assets in, and it, it, it does become a challenge to do that, and it does slow you down because you're not able to see everything. So having multiple monitors, everyone knows, increases productivity, but this, like, having that portable is really interesting. It really is kind of necessary for editing if you're doing anything serious. I want to know what kind of college student can afford this. I could barely afford SpaghettiOs. This isn't a use case for college students. That's what student loans are for, Wade. (laughs) Non-subsidized, high-interest, soul-crushing student loans will buy me my Apple headset. Unbankruptable loans, yes. That'll follow you and your, your progeny. They'll never go away, ever. For any reason. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. So this is a thing where, like, in 15 or 20 or 30 years or something, when when the cost comes down, not Apple's cost, but when another company basically does what Apple's doing in a way that's way more affordable, then... Yeah, it'll be very viable for someone in like a student situation, potentially. What I am going to experiment with is I just got the Quest 3 in. I'm going to see. I know that's slightly better displays than the last one, um, but I'm going to see if that can do kind of a virtual display situation and if there's some software that can do that, because that is going to be much cheaper. But I don't know if it, how it'll integrate with Mac specifically. Have you seen the mixed reality stuff? There's like a piano. It's like Guitar Hero, but for piano. But you sit at a that. real yeah. piano piano and then it just like it does the guitar hero like and then that that's the thing about the quest 3 i the mixed reality looks amazing it's had the pass through since like the quest 2 but the pass through in quest 3 was like black and white but it was infrared pass through it was yeah it was kind of bad and then the quest pro had a little better but the quest 3 actually is 
usable. I was sitting on the couch with Amy and I was we were watching a movie and I was watching the movies through pass through. It wasn't <laughs> it wasn't great video quality, but I could see all the details. I could see everything and and everything was actually moving in in high frame rate in the pass through, so it wasn't disorienting, it wasn't sick. It was just like mixed reality was actually starting to implement. It wasn't great. Don't get me wrong, but... But good enough. Good enough, yeah. I wouldn't choose to watch a movie that way through that. You could watch a movie in the headset with the actual display, but... Well, that's the sort of thing, too, where it's like, if you're... Like, Mandy does this a lot. She'll work on the couch, and we'll both be on the couch. And she likes to have, like, TV on as, like, a background noise, right? Some show we've seen a million times is like, put an episode of that on. That would allow you to, like, be aware of what's in the room without it being a whole thing. Because I have a Quest 2, and I've made content with the Quest 2. Literally, I was in an open space, and I needed, I just needed to walk over to the camera and, like, mm-hmm. push record. And I put the pass-through on, and I was like, oh, shit. Okay, that's the camera. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. like, barely function to like avoid tripping over couches if you're getting the quest 3 you will be surprised with the difference that it makes and the hand tracking is improved it literally is better to control it i don't think it'll quite be what say the vision pro will be but as a much more cost effective solution it is it is an it is a marvelous improvement i and again for pat for people that don't know what this path pass through is there are two like five megapixel cameras in the front of it that are just there to look at your surroundings and project what's outside of the headset onto the display. It is not the actual display itself as if you had a desktop in there or watching a movie in there. This is there in addition to that. You could see the real world as if you're looking straight through the headset, but it's not, it is not a see-through. It is a hard piece of equipment. It's just cameras. It's very, it's very cool. Yeah. So anyone that like plays any AR game on their phone, it's kind of like that where you see like a 3D asset in your camera's phone. If that camera image was displayed on the displays as well and also matched the space i was so resolved to i was like i'm not even interested in a quest 3 but now we're talking about it and in, and in my brain i'm just like i'm never going to use it enough to really justify it but what if i did i don't have enough boxes on my floor so i could really use it you know what wade i will get one and then i'll send you the box and you can pay me half price i'm like a cat I just want the box. And look, we're we're not sponsored right now, but we will take a sponsorship. Yeah, <laughs> wanna, hey, better call us Vision Vision Quest. All right, well that's gonna lose it, Mister Vision Quest. Please call us on the cell phone. It's it, this is a thing too, where I'm sure I get all hype about it, and then if I actually ever have one or use one, it's like, well, it's not everything I actually want it to be quite yet. But I haven't used it, so I don't know. But as every time there's a new like step forward in VR, it's like. Ah, that's cool. You remember when VR was the the virtual boy at uh, Toys R Us, where you'd go back in the aisle and stick your head in the virtual boy, and it was like, oh, oh yeah. Uh, I think I think I know what you're talking about. I have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) That's like a core memory for me. You go to the video game aisle at Toys R Us, and they have the Nintendo Virtual Boy thing. It's like on a big stand set up, and you put your head in it, and it's like you're looking at the vector graphics like eight, nine years old, I feel like. I don't remember that at all. Well, I lived a better life than both of you. I had parents who took me to do fun things and cared. Wow. I had parents who tried. I was too poor to ever go outside. Too poor to go to Toys R Us. We would look at it from the bus as we rode by. I would stare at the magazines that my neighbors were given. I was also too poor to have two parents. What a time to be alive. That's still a thing. Can you get catalogs and just like circle stuff? Probably, but they're probably like antique ones that are from like 2001. 
Antique. I don't know if that's antique yet or not, but I hope not. From 1991. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's far enough back to be antique still. How old is it up to be to be antique? Well, preferably older than me. More than, if an object is like over 50 years old, I think that's probably the cutoff for it being more antique. Because it would have to be like your grandparents thing for it to be considered like an antique, right? So I think it has to be two generations removed at least, which is like, that's variable, but I feel like two average generations gaps removed. Oh, I didn't realize these were such specific uh, categories. Oh, is there? I didn't either. Antique is apparently over 100 years old. Between 50 and 100 years old is vintage. Oh. So that means that anything, what are we in, 2023 right now? Anything 1973 or older is vintage now? Yep. Is that how numbers work? Yes. Well, that's plenty old. My mom is vintage. Hey. Well, if you'd have been paying attention to my lens rant, you'd know what vintage is. <laughs> I was talking a lot lens about rant. vintage lenses in there. You were, and I remember it. And you talked about the Rokinors. Yeah, the ones that people still believe that I actually bought. Yeah, I can't believe you spent that much money on lenses. <laughs> I couldn't be more clear. You still haven't showed us your collection, but that's fine, whatever. My collection? Yeah. Yeah, your dozens and dozens of uh, extremely expensive... Rokinord. Will you ever get a name right, Wade? Will you ever? Mark. What's your wife's name? Molly. Her sister watches this. I'd be in the doghouse if I got that one wrong. Your wife's name is Mandy. I'm sorry to tell you. Oh, that makes me Bob. <laughs> Good luck being Wade, asshole. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. <laughs> your hair just... Ah, ah, a beard. <laughs> Well, if Wade is the host, then I guess I'm hosting the episode. Don't make me piss myself. I'll do it. Again? I Yeah, I, I've done it once. What would stop me? Hey, I got pee on my clothes this morning, so not my own, not my own pee. Human pee. <laughs> Great. <laughs> that's, a, that's a way you could classify that. I got human pee on me. Uh, you, you right. You right. Anywho. Today's topic. Uh -huh. I have a visual aid to share with you all. Ah, using crutches, are we? Wa-boom! Oh, man! Everyone <laughs> listening at home has no idea what just appeared on screen. It's Wade's penis! Don't describe it. Don't describe it. Viewer experience. I don't think I described it. It's a wheel. Yeah, I, was, I thought someone was going to describe it. Well, I mean, I said it was Wade's penis, and it is wheel-shaped, which is very strange. That's true, and I tattooed it to be Halloween colors. You, you could have just drawn on it with, like, a marker. I thought it was just orange and black, but apparently purple and green are also Halloween colors. Penis forever. So today, I've got this fun wheel, and what this wheel will reveal on each spin is a particular monster or villain Halloween spooky themed. And we're gonna be spinning it twice and then talking about which creature, person, etc., would win versus the other. Ultra battle. Who gets what? Mm. Like who Yeah, do we have to pick a side, side or no, no, just... no, this is this is just another discussion one. I feel like I feel like it'd be less fun if we were just defending a side. I know Bob, you're not as big on like horror stuff, so I figure probably better to have a discussion and you can feel free to look stuff up to I know who Freddie Mercury is. Alright, good. I put Freddie Mercury on the wheel. <laughs> what a villain. We will not find that man somebody to love today. Oh. But you guys are going to be under pressure <laughs> to give some good discussion here if you want points. Get on your bike and ride, Wade. I don't have a title comeback, but well done. <laughs> you guys have any questions before I start? <laughs> are all the monsters just question marks? Or... Well, they're hidden so you don't just see them all off the start. It should reveal it whenever it... Hey, it landed on question mark. Oh. 
We're starting off with Michael Myers. Uh, which which man is that? Michael Myers is uh. He's the William Shatner mask. Oh, okay, yeah, mm -hmm. got it. Usually pictured holding like a knife or something, but he uses all kinds of weapons. A machete, isn't it? That's Freddy. Freddy Mercury. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think Jason is usually the machete. You know, Freddy Mercury is. You just hear in the darkness, stomp, stomp, clap, stomp, stomp, clap. <laughs> you hear the scraping of the wall, but just him holding some piano keys. I don't know why that wouldn't set me so hard, but god damn it. If that ever happens in real life, I'm just gonna run away screaming so fast. It could be terrifying if done correctly. Alright, who's Michael Myers facing off again? Let's find out. I guess I didn't really think about what happens if I spin the same name twice. No, we got to <laughs> We're starting off with a battle of the ages right off the top. Jason versus Michael. Jason Voorhees. So I've never been able to differentiate these two in terms of ability or power. They seem to do the exact same thing. Yeah. They're, yeah. Aren't they just kind of unkillable, strongish, big dudes? Typically, though, Jason's at least been cryogenically frozen. But he didn't die. Are we doing this death battle style where we take them at their most lore accurate peak? Because that's what they do, that which is a ridiculous thing, of course, but whatever. I don't know what you're even referencing, but... So Death Battle, it's it's a YouTube channel that... Actually, a 2003 originated <laughs> YouTube series. Oh, God, here we go. Uh, predates YouTube, but it is a YouTube series. So there's, there's a channel that just pins people against each other, makes them fight? Yes. All right, well, I'm gonna, I can't look great to read the subreddit about how I stole that idea. I thought you were doing it on purpose. I gotta be honest. No, I was just out of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, this Halloween topic thing's really tough. All right, well, what they do is they, they look at their most powerful moment in their official lore or any kind of media they were in and they use that as the basis for judgment again in the fight this is why anything going up against superman according to death battle can never win because superman's like most powerful moment is like dc comments comics just going batshit insane with his power he's like he's got he absorbed all the cosmic force forces he ate god and shat the devil and that's what superman prime is and it's like okay whatever uh i don't know that i necessarily care if we're all that specific but we're not gonna pick like michael myers like on halloween and jason like as a baby, I mean, that would kind of be unfair, so. Well, that's not his peak, unless it is. Do you think that's Jason's peak power? I know, that's what I'm saying. Like, we don't have to do peak, but we could just do, like, their average, like, whatever. I don't care, whatever you guys think. I'm not picky. I just want to know who would win in a fight, man. So Michael Myers wears the William Shatner mask and stabs people with a knife. Jason Voorhees wears the hockey, the old hockey goalie mask mm -hmm. and has a machete. Yeah. Michael Myers is like has like a jumpsuit, like a like a overall coveralls type outfit. Usually, is that what he looks like? Yeah, like a blue jumpsuit type deal. Now I will say their their weapons of choice. They both improvise a lot. They'll use whatever is around. You guys mentioned Jason uh, using the sleeping bag with a person in it to beat. Not in this episode. He's also used like spears or he's used all kinds. Well, I mean, Jason X is still technically Jason, but. I was just trying to break down the character. I'm just trying to think through it. I, I. So Jason wears like a brown leather jacket and like jeans usually, right? Kind of like a, like just normal clothes. Maybe. I yeah, I think he gets them at the Gap specifically whenever he goes shopping. Ah, ah. Whereas Michael gets his clothes from like a, you know, a Home Depot or a Lowe's type place sure 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 so does that affect their ability to win yes it's very important i feel like they're starting weapons 
I have to give the machete a, the strong start. And like we talked, you talked about they improvise a lot, but assume they start with their weapon of choice. Uh, neither of them is like a super fast, super agile, like, you know, rogue doing flips and, and stuff. So Michael Myers has a short blade and Jason has a machete. I feel like that's just a huge advantage if it's just two big, strong, slow moving guys coming at each other. Have you ever seen the videos? Because they, they like teleport around to be conveniently wherever the hero is running. Have you ever seen the videos of like them walking and like the hero turns around, turns away and then like... I take off running really silly to try to get into position for the next scare. <laughs> no. <laughs> really funny. But anyway, yeah, they, they usually are kind of, they're very similar. It's a hard one to pick because they're very similar. They walk kind of slow. They have their weapon and they somehow magically are just always wherever the hero ends up. When it comes down to just feats of strength, I, I think it's like Jason just on camera, not even in like, you know, the most hyperbolic sense, but I'm I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure Jason has lifted some heavy shit and thrown them at unsuspecting teenagers. So if it was a contest of strength. But then again, I don't know. I don't know Michael Myers very well, so I can't really speak to him. Weakness wise, I don't know how much people put faith in the new Halloween series, but it seems like without the mask on, Michael Myers was like kept in like a, I don't know if it was like a, a, an asylum or what it, what it was, but he was kept like somewhere and he was just like chilling without his mask on. But then like once he got wind of where his mask was, he like powered up again. <laughs> Jason, on the other hand, was like drowned. So he is like a big water fear and they exploited that in like Freddy versus Jason. So I guess they do have a couple of different weaknesses ish. <laughs> They've all been like stabbed, shot, cut, disintegrated, and somehow have come back. So, so wait, Michael Myers is just a normal dude without his mask. It's like the mask with Jim Carrey. <laughs> Whoever puts on the mask becomes Michael Myers. So it, it was kind of again the new the new trilogy is kind of weird as far as that goes because it's, it's unclear whether the mask is really like what makes him scary or if he's just like got some demonic superhuman powers and they're just like quelled until he like wants his mask back it might just be like he wants it maybe he doesn't need it but he was definitely just like chilling in the uh, the prison or the asylum or wherever he was being kept and then like a reporter brought his mask and was like do you remember this <laughs> and he was like <sighs> and then like the reporters leave and all of a sudden he like breaks out goes after them and gets his mask back and puts it on then his terror continues again so he didn't have it on and he managed to go get it back but like when that mask came into view of him he was just it was i don't know it was i don't want to debate this anymore michael myers seems lame i'm jason all the way is crushed he's taking he's right. ripping his mask off and he's gonna just like when he depowers and turns into a shriveled baby that's when jason strikes the strongest I don't know if Michael's ever killed anybody with water, so he may not be smart enough to do that to Jason, because that might be the one way to get to him, but... Can I just say, I, I'm looking up information about Michael Myers, because I felt like I didn't know enough. Mo I think I'm reading this correctly. One of the movies where he is considered strongest is Halloween 6, The Curse of Michael Myers, because it's like kind of supernatural it tries to explain like why he's like invulnerable and where his power comes from that he's evil but also in that movie he's defeated by a character played by paul rudd injecting him with a sedative and then beating him with a pipe he did <laughs> one guy just knocks him unconscious with drugs and then beats the hell out of him with a pipe while he lays there i think freddy versus jason was also jason was knocked out with a sedative in that one but uh that is kind of 
bad. But yeah, I mean, I haven't I haven't looked as much as Jason. I'm assuming there are probably lame ones for Jason as well. But like, that's rough. I feel like Jason wins. Yeah, I feel like I'm with Mark. All right, you both agree Jason wins. We'll move on. I feel like we spent a lot of time on it, so we'll move on. Let us know what you all think. But we went Jason wins. Let us spin again. I just enjoy when wheel spinning. Oh, Bob, you get to choose. Good. I know a lot of bad guys from <laughs> scary things. Well, while you're looking it up, I'll spin whoever you're going against. Maybe that'll influence your uh, mm-hmm. your choice to make an interesting competition. <laughs> Watch it be Bob's choice again. <laughs> Nemesis from Resident Evil. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> okay. Okay. I've got a lot of names here, and I don't know that we'll get to them all. So if you want me to just to spin again, I can. But no, no, no. I have found one. What you should have done is waited for him to get it and then match it up. Because if he'd have chosen like a wimpy normal human, and then Nemesis pops up, that's true. It would have been easier. I guess that's true. I was just trying to buy some time. I select the ginger dead man. Oh, what? Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> the Ginger Dead Man is a reincarnated serial killer whose ashes were mixed into the baking of some gingerbread man. <laughs> He's a rude, crude slasher out for revenge against the women, woman who had him executed. The movie was not highly rated, but spawned a host of sequels. But Ginger Dead Man was played by Gary Busey, oh, or voiced anyway. God. And there's also Ginger Dead Man versus Evil Bong and Hell Road with them. I don't know. <laughs> oh boy. The first quote that comes up is, well, it sure ain't the Pillsbury fucking doughboy. <laughs> Millard Findelmeyer is the man who becomes the ginger dead man. Wow. The ginger dead man too. The passion of the crust. Oh no, man. Ginger dead man three, Saturday night cleaver. Oh, wow. I love it. Let's we'll do a watch together of a uh, ginger dead man. His powers and proficiencies include gunmanship, Knives, pliancy, and malevolence. <laughs> pliancy, I'm assuming, meaning because he's a baked good, he's very flexible and or crumbly. Apparently, he's just a real dick. His hobbies are torturing and killing others, robbing cafes, and being derisive and callous. <laughs> being derisive? Ginger dead man's like, you're ugly. And then it's just like... <laughs> I mean, he gets he racks up five bodies in the first movie, six kills in the second movie, 15 kills in the third movie. Mm-hmm. Wow. And only three kills versus the evil bong. I was hoping that in the fourth movie it would just go up to a million. A million Five hundred thousand and eighty-nine kills. Jesus Christ. Okay, yuck. I don't like the character design. It's very off-putting, but that's kind of the point, I guess. Uh, and who? Wait. So who's the? Who was this against? Nemesis from Resident Evil series. Hmm. I don't know about that match. (laughs) (laughs) That's a tricky one right there. Does Nemesis have the rocket launcher? Yeah, is that part of the character? If he's at his peak, what does his peak character have? Probably later in the transformations when he turns into an even bigger monstrosity. Nemesis final form. Let's see. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, boy. I don't know if Ginger <laughs> Dead Man's gonna f- beat that. What? How? How big is Ginger Dead Man? Help me out here, Internet. I don't know if he's as big as Nemesis Final Four. Because <laughs> I like I remember this because I made the thumbnail out of it. When was it? Is it Jill? Is it? Is it? 
that who has the big fucking gun, the huge penis gun. You remember that? Just when she whips out and holds just with her two fucking arms, this gun that is twice as long as she is tall and like as thick as her torso all the way through, it has to weigh like a metric ton. Oh, I see an image of it. She just wields it and that's what doesn't kill, doesn't actually kill Nemesis in his second to last form. Cause there was one more. But is she callous? Oh, she's saying, you think I don't know how to fuck you up in that moment? So she's very callous. And Nemesis- Is she is derisive? Oh, I don't know. Because <laughs> Ginger Dead Man is very derisive. I, uh, as much as I love- Let's put it this way. Jill beat Nemesis in final form by being a little derisive. Saying, you know, things like, think I don't know how to fuck you up and probably like, you really want to fight me again or something? Or like, you think you're going to win this time? Or is that how she won? <laughs> you remember. So maybe Ginger Dead Man, if he can get the right arsenal, because Nemesis did go down. You got to think about that. You got to remember that. I don't know if Ginger Dead Man can wield big guns. I feel like he would crumble. I, I will say I'm watching clips from the movie now. Gin Ginger Dead Man is is kind of about the size of like Chucky. Oh, he's he's, he's a he's an extremely large gingerbread cookie, but like a very mediumly small size thing compared to people. Here's what we gotta do. Bob, do you have a list of names of his kills? Because if he hit, if he killed anyone named, I think, is it Jill? I, it might be Jill. Ginger Dreadman has killed unknown woman, James, Jeremy, Jimmy, Lorna, unknown person, Ricky, Polly, Cornelius, Jake, Tommy, and or Demon Warrior, uh, scientist <laughs> number one and two, Doreen, Connie, Sandy, unnamed janitor, female teenager, male teenager, female DJ, Tammy Pimento, Wheels Epstein, Coco Yoko, and PJ. Those are his victims. Oh, also, also Debbie, Debbie's boyfriend, and String. <laughs> There are a lot of J's in there, and there's a few unknowns, it could be. But no Jill. If it was gonna be a Jill there, I would have assumed it was Jill Valentine, and if, if, if Ginger Dead Man could have killed Jill, then theoretically, by the transitive property, would have been stronger than Nemesis. I guess that's true. So our, since Ginger Dead Man didn't, are we leaning Nemesis? I, I'm I'm afraid we might have to. It's a close matchup. Oh, man, it, it is. But he killed Tammy Pimento. All right, let's look up <laughs> Tammy Pimento. See how strong Tammy Pimento is. <laughs> Got a recipe for pimento cheese. Oh. The pimento uh, uh, person. I don't know, but that's gonna work out. Oh, Tammy Pimento does not look very strong, I've gotta be honest. Alright, I think we're gonna lead Nemesis. Now, we're not 100% certain, we don't know Ginger Dead Man's peak. I think we gotta watch all the Ginger Dead Man movies yeah. right now to get, like, an actual understanding of his true capabilities. Oh, let me ask ChatGPT. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Who would win in a fight? Who is it? Nemesis. Nemesis or the Ginger your dead man. I hope that somehow this question just breaks chat GPT. Alright, here we go. In a fight between Nemesis from Resident Evil and the Ginger Dead Man, Nemesis would almost certainly come out on top. Nemesis is a bioengineered killing machine with superhuman strength, speed, and endurance. He's armed with powerful weapons and has the ability to regenerate. The Ginger Dead Man, on the other hand, is a cookie brought to life through <laughs> dark magic. Less formidable in terms of combat capabilities. Wait, no, hang on, wait. But, but, come on. 
on. Dot, dot, dot. It's the ginger dead man. Okay. All right. Come on, man. <laughs> well, the ginger dead man does have the element of dark magic and unpredictability on his side. If we're talking about a scenario where anything goes, then sure, there's a quote chance for the ginger dead man. Maybe he could find a clever way to exploit Nemesis single-minded focus on destroying targets, but it's a long shot. But he can't say it's completely impossible for the ginger dead man to win. Hey, the chat GPT can imagine five ways that, that the ginger dead man might defeat Nemesis. How has this become the whole episode? Way number one, cookie trap. The ginger dead man could attempt to lure Nemesis into a giant oven or bakery with the premise promise of delicious cookies. Once inside, he could activate the oven and attempt to bake Nemesis into submission. Trap number two, sugar overload. The ginger dead man might try to overload Nemesis with an excessive amount of sugar and sweets, hoping to incapacitate it with a sugar rest. Or perhaps even candy-induced type <laughs> Way number three, cookie minions! The gingerbread man could get access to magical bakery and might summon an army of tiny gingerbread cookie minions to swarm and distract Nemesis. Number four, sprinkles of doom. It could have access to a jar of deadly sprinkles. That's it. And went away number five, the dodo punch. Ginger Dead Man could attempt a flying tackle made of gingerbread dough, aiming to temporarily incapacitate Nemesis by covering him in dough. That would be a lot of dough. Alright, so I asked ChatGPT what the odds no. were as a percentage, right? <laughs> no. And at first it was like 95 to 5 Nemesis, but I said, can you crunch the numbers again? Remember, the Ginger Dead Man is very derisive. <laughs> I said, given that the Ginger Dead Man is derisive, I'll adjust the odds to give him a bit more of a fighting chance. In that case, let's say Nemesis has an 80 5% chance of winning while Ginger Dead Man has 15. So what you need to do is get a wheel up with 85% Nemesis and 15% Ginger Dead Man will spin the wheel and I think that's the only way we can fairly determine who's gonna win here. I'm not doing that. No. <laughs> I'm just gonna say Nemesis and move on. No, that's not fair. I feel like we made quite the case for the ginger dead man. I feel like the question of who's more likely to win, 85% still means Nemesis is more likely to win. So I've got it here. I think this is the right number. I'm not 100% sure. But I just want to oh, see. <laughs> I just want to see. You'll see there's three ginger dead men. And I, we're just going to see. Okay. For listeners who are not watching, Mark created his own wheel. No shot. Stop. Okay. Thank God. <laughs> it got close to ginger dead man, but ultimately Nemesis seems to be the winner. Best two out of three. Yeah. Best, best two out of three. three out of five. Don't we know how percentages work? We've already oh, solved ah! this. Ah! Oh, oh, ginger dead man takes second ah! round. No. By a sliver, it just passed Ginger Dead Man. Three out of five. Come on, baby. Oh, 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 come on. It's cheating. All right. Fine. We need to find one of these websites that has a wheel of chance where you can make it look a way that doesn't represent the likelihoods. So you can have ridiculous outcomes that don't make any sense. That would ruin all of our future distractible. 100%. 100%. It would basically ruin everything about this entire premise. All right, subreddit. If you can make a wheel spinner that, is, that you can cheat on.
This episode is brought to you by Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Everyone loves Mint Mobile, and it's time for more Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. If you say a word too much, it doesn't sound like a word anymore. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile. Did you know Mint Mobile has unlimited talk and text? Everyone knows Mint Mobile has unlimited talk, text, and data plans for $15 a month when you buy a three-month plan. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows you can save with Mint Mobile. M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash distractible. Use distractible. Use the slash distractible. To get this new customer offer, go to mintmobile.com slash distractible. That's M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash D-I-S-T-R-A-C-T-I-B-L-E. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month for the first three months only. Speed slower than 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. Guys, I found another subscription. It's not even one. They keep coming. What? That's crazy. But that's okay, because I could use Rocket Money. Uh, <clears throat> Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Rocket Money can help you have full control over subscriptions, have a clear view of your expenses. If there's anything in there that says, like, hey, please cancel this for me, don't press it. I'm going to go press all of those buttons. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash distractible. That's R-O-C-K-E-T-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash D-I-S-T-R-A-C-T-I-B-L-E. Rocketmoney.com slash distractible. You should get that, Mark. It's probably important. Oh, no way. I'm just gonna spin the wheel. We're gonna continue this monstrosity. I'll probably respin if we get duplicates just because of the time we're in. All right, Chucky. I hate Chucky. Something very particular about Chucky as as the doll and everything like creeps me out. Versus Pyramid Head. I don't know much about Pyramid Head. The only thing I remember about Pyramid Head is from the Silent Hill movie. The not very well. I mean, I don't know if there already is, but it wasn't very good. But where he literally rips the skin off of that. Uh, that girl is just a truly horrific thing. It's like burned into my brain. It's very, very unpleasant. I don't recall Chucky ever doing anything like that. He punishes victims in painful and violent manners. Chucky's just basically a serial killer in a doll's body. That That's 100% accurate, I think. He's like the ginger dead man, except he's in a child's doll instead of a delicious gingerbread cookie. Basically, Chucky could almost beat Nemesis is what we're saying. Chucky could absolutely take Nemesis because he's derisive god this is not about nemesis well yeah chucky is almost as derisive as a surrogate for the ginger dead man he's he is almost as derisive stop with the derisives no okay veto no but this so this is like size and strength versus like cunning right because pyramid head's big and scary and strong but Chucky is derisive, callous, demeaning, also uh, uh, a little bit insane and torturous. I feel like Chucky could set could, could like set some traps and create a scenario where he could get to drop on Big Dumb Pyramid Head. You, you guys know we don't have like, we're not in the corner of derisive. We're just trying to figure out who's more likely to win in a fight. Sure, right? sure. I'm not taking sides. I'm just saying what I think. And I think Chucky is a lot like Ginger Dead Man. And I think they both get underestimated pretty dramatically, considering the wide range of derisive skills that they have. I don't know that I would lean on Chucky 
win. I asked ChatGPT how a hypothetical fight between the ginger dead man and Pyramid Head would go. This isn't ginger dead man, this is Chucky. Basically the same thing. It's not. So you don't want to hear how this fight's gonna go? Go, just read it, whatever, man. No, no, you don't want to hear it. I don't want to no, waste no, your please. time. please, the audience I'm sure does, maybe. No, 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 it's fine. Oh. It's fine, oh, I'm not, I'm not, bro. I'm not taking over your, your, your episode or anything. Who wins, Chucky or Pyramid Head? Well, I don't know about Chucky, but Ginger Dead Man actually beat Pyramid Head. Ginger Dead Man summons waves of boiling molasses that envelop Pyramid Head, trapping him in a sticky prison. With a final maniacal laugh, the Ginger Dead Man conjures a bolt of dark energy, didn't know that was possible, that strikes Pyramid Head, defeating him once and for all. Wait, you guys want to talk about, you want to hear something interesting? Uh, so Ginger Dead Man, famously voiced by Gary Busey, right? Wow. Did you guys see the, the video? There was like a viral TikTok going around of of what looked like Gary Busey as a guest at a podcast. And he was like, you gotta talk about buttered sausage. You gotta talk about buttered sausage. I do not know. Yeah. Well, it was a deep fake, apparently, which I initially did not know, but is sort of obvious after the fact. Is that related to Chucky versus Pyramid Head? Anyway, I just think Gary Busey is, is a funny guy. And his portrayal of the Trencher Dead Man just gives me a lot of faith in the little guy in these fights, yeah. you know? I pick Chucky and Gary Busey. Well, I think the ginger dead man could beat Pyramid Head, but I don't know if Pyramid Head would be beaten by Chucky. So, who are you leaning toward? I go Chucky. Great. Next round. No more discussion. <laughs> We're just moving on. Oh, please let one of us pick. I have a guess. Yes! <laughs> All right. I already know what I'm going to... I already know. Don't even spin yet. So there's this horror movie. I think it's just called Tire, right? But there's this tire. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> there is. There's this movie about this tire. Why did I add this? I don't know if it's possessed or something, but it's, it makes people. It's called rubber. Rubber, rubber, right? And so it makes people, I think, just blow up. I, I, I don't know if that's what it is, but for some reason in my head, a homicidal car tire discovering that it has destructive psionic power sets its sights on a desert town. Once a mysterious woman becomes its obsession. Who? I'm. I does it make people blow up? I haven't actually seen the movie, but it's been described to me. Uh, Wait, why are you exasperated? This is a real villain in a real horror movie. Uh, just who's the rubber take on or tire, whatever the fuck their name is. Let's find out. Let's see what the competition is. Yeah, you're being a little, a little negative about Please this. Please don't be Bob or Mark's choice. Nemesis! Nemesis! Hey! A respin, right? It's a respin. No, 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 no. The tire in horror makes people's heads explode. You're correct, Mark. Ooh, interesting. Oh, ooh. Well, you see a clip? No, the, but that's a good ability. Nemesis is big and strong, but his head can explode. Exactly. And because, like, you know, it may not just be the head. It may be, like, centered on things in the head. And a lot of weak points in Resident Evil are eyes, which are a head feature. And I think that still would fall within the purview. And if it could make every eye explode, and especially the head, like, let's not let's not gloss over the fact that wherever it thinks a head is, this tire is going to be like a kaboom. I think. What's his name? Just. Rubber? It's just a black tire. The movie's called Rubber. We'll call him Mr. Rubber. Oh, wait. His name's Robert. 
Rubber is the story of Robert, an inanimate tire that has been abandoned in the desert and suddenly and inexplicably comes to life. As Robert roams the bleak landscape, he discovers that he possesses a terrifying telepathic power that gives him the ability to destroy anything he wishes. Anything he wishes. It's not even something in a head or a human. Wow. Right? It gives him the ability to destroy anything with psionic explosion power. How could you even stop that? Apparently they don't. They think they do, but then they don't, and then there's an army of them. Rubber Robert does whatever the hell Rubber Robert wants. Robert Rubber? Rubber Robert? Robert? I like Robert Rubber. Robert Rubber? Yeah, that sounds good. All right, so I'm assuming you guys are going with the tire. Robert wins! Yeah! I don't know why you're so disappointed. We're fully engaging with your topic, Wade. We thought of creatures that you didn't even think. Leatherface? I don't know who, who that is. Texas Chainsaw Massacre guy. Oh, okay. I call him Chainsaw Guy. That's like a normal dude, though, but... Samara from the ring. Because for Samara to have power, you have to see the movie, right? Yeah, that's the whole thing, right? She can crawl out of the TV and watch the movie. But... How would Leatherface encounter Samara? If Let's assume it's fair that, that Samara is there, therefore a movie has been seen. Yeah, is this just like a fight in a neutral like coliseum where it's like, get each other? Well, honestly, I would assume that Leatherface would be in his house when he watches the tape. Yeah. So for Samara to come out of the TV, she would be in Leatherface's domain. What does she do other than creepily crawl out of the TV and up onto the ceiling? Touches you and you die or something. Pretty much, yeah. And your jaw is like all... And there's water like spewing out. She'd be a great villain to kill Jason. Oh yeah, that's actually a good point if that was the matchup. But it's not, Wade, so stay on topic. She was a very powerful psychic child with a terrible sadistic... Oh, was that the whole thing? Now I'm looking back, I'm like, of course. Of course it was a psychic child and there were experiments being run with the chair floating upside down like that. Ah, now it makes sense. Sure, sure. Sure, sure. She is the vengeful ghost of a young mass murder, and her character is based on Sadako Yamamura, who shares a similar backstory. Huh. What happens if you destroy the TV as she's crawling out of it? Would it be like a portal that gets cut off and she just like right at the torso? I don't know. What happens if you get like halfway through the movie and you cut up the TV? I have no idea. Like what if Leatherface gets bored and just... Yeah, what if he just cuts her in half as she's trying to crawl out of the TV? Seems like an easy solution, just don't have TVs. Are there TVs in Leatherface's house? Uh, let me ask ChatGPT. <laughs> Does Leatherface watch TV? Is highly unlikely that he would gauge, engage in such activities, although there is no specific canonic information regarding whether or not Leatherface watches TV. Well, are there TVs in the house? Because neither one would win if he never sees the tape, right? It would just, they would never encounter each other. Yeah, but I think we have to be like, they have to encounter each other somehow. It, it has to happen. Does Samara have any, like, abilities? Other, she could kill you by touching you, and she can uh, cross the astral planes or something, however she teleports. Well, she has the psychic abilities when she's alive, too. Yeah, well, that's the thing, right? This is that the character in the ring is like the ghost of of Samara, she implants her psychic self onto videotapes, basically, or whatever. I don't know. She's not very scary, but I feel like Leatherface is just a reclusive, like, antisocial dude, and Samara would probably win. Yeah, given that Samara's, like, mostly a spirit, I don't think a chainsaw is gonna do much, and yeah, he is just a dude, so I'm pretty sure Samara would win. Alright, well, there you have it. Next! But would the ginger dead man be able to take Samara on? Well, maybe we'll find out. Chucky again? Come on! Alright, let's just say Chucky is ginger dead man. I, I think those are interchangeable. Okay, yeah, Chucky slash ginger dead man. Yeah, Got uh -huh. it. Uh, Nemesis? 
to Dracula. Dracula. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Dracula is very susceptible to derisive comments. He's a sensitive man. Well, he's not a man, but vampires are very sensitive creatures. They do have a lot of, like, pride, typically, yeah, ego. Can you kill Dracula by being derisive? Or is ginger as effective against vampires as garlic is? If you bake garlic into the recipe, I guess. Six ways to stop a vampire. Ginger's not on the list. <laughs> <laughs> How similar... Is ginger to garlic? They are different plant families, families, technically. Uh, well, and of course, they look different. Okay, no, I don't know if ginger is close enough related to garlic to really count for that. <sighs> I will say, in the favor of ginger dead man, he is a cookie. That's true. Cookies traditionally get decoration using royal icing or something like that. Vampires uh, canonically are vulnerable to holy symbols. That's true. That's true. And so the gingerbread man could become a consecrated object. That's true. That's true. Which could repel and or harm vampires, giving him quite the advantage in a fight against vampires. Also, vampires are traditionally vulnerable to fire. Clearly, gingerbread man, ginger dead man, has already survived fire. He's chill with fire. Chucky's not chill with fire, so he's not even... I feel like you guys are doing a lot in favor. How would Dracula win? How do you? How would Dracula kill ginger dead man? No blood to suck. Yeah, but vampires can eat. It just doesn't give them sustenance, right? They have, they have like, stomachs and whatnot or something. I, I guess he doesn't have to eat him to kill him. He could just chew him up and spit him out and make you turn ginger dead man into a little pile of said wet cookie dust. Would that kill him, though, or would that just incapacitate the ginger dead man until he reconstitutes? Would he just split into more ginger dead men. Oh, it'd be like gray goo. Yeah. He turns into little little individual crumbs that can all act together. That's the thing about the ginger dead man is you can't kill him. You can only make more of him. Dude, if you take a bite of the ginger dead man and swallow that, then those crumbs turn into little individual and they kill you from the inside out. Oh, no. I'm assuming you guys are saying ginger dead man kills Dracula. How could Dracula win? That's what I want to know. What is he? What's Dracula got? What's he going to turn into a bat? And I've heard rumors that the ginger dead man's smile lights up a room just as bright is the sun and that would blast Dracula out of this universe. I don't know if I've heard that. We've all heard that. <laughs> like oh, that's Chad GPD if he's heard that. I'm just spinning the goddamn wheel. I'm asking how bright the ginger dead man's smile is. Slender man. Uh-huh. Yeah, whatever. Versus Michael Myers. Eh, we could spin again. We've already done him. He's a loser. We'll only get winners back in. How about that? We'll only have winners come back. No. <laughs> The ginger dead man! Chucky <laughs> lost! But the ginger dead man won! Yeah, he won every fight! Jigsaw versus Slenderman. Oh man, I don't know if I can. What does Jigsaw do? I know he's very nefarious, but he just kind of sits there, doesn't he? Jigs Jigsaw is an old man with cancer. That's what Jigsaw is. That's an old man <laughs> with cancer. A, there's other normal people out here. We could have had ginger dead man against Slenderman. That would have been great. If that's what you want, Jigsaw would lose so yeah go for it why not oh no! well what are you saying that about is slender man gonna like go unconscious and wake up with a jaw trap on his face he doesn't even have a mouth how how exactly does does the jigsaw killer like get people 
kidnaps them. Yeah. Usually like hides and sedates them and puts them in a room when they wake up and they're chained to the floor or whatever. I feel like there's just no way in hell Slenderman's gonna get snuck up on and knocked and sedated and kidnapped somehow. Unless Jigsaw's stealthy enough to get all of his pages. Ooh. Distract him with traps. Get the page. Yeah, we're not even thinking about how they actually are defeated. This is interesting because Slenderman sets up a game basically like Jigsaw does. This is actually a more even matchup than we think. Slenderman has this game that you have to play where you have to get the pages and then he, you win and he doesn't kill you but jigsaw you win or you die well the same thing but you know what i mean so if okay. both of them are in an arena where let's say jigsaw has to get all the pages and then slenderman has to get through all the traps it's a matter of whether or not they're both in their peak they both put each other in their ideal situations and which one can coerce the ginger dead man onto their side jigsaw i would say is more intelligent his traps are a lot more intricate than just some paper taped to a tree but slender obviously has all of his supernatural slender abilities so i don't know this is your guys thing you debate it jigsaw's pretty crazy he is probably derisive <laughs> oh well that definitely derisive but it really pales in comparison to the well-baked nature of the ginger dead man and slender i don't think talks so you're not going to get any callousness or derisiveness from him well can't the slender man like literally like teleport and stuff though like what yeah he can do that yeah he can so like that. he's in a room and then jigsaw pops up and he's like hey, you find you have to solve the puzzle and slender man is just like and disappears yeah pretty much yeah puzzle solved well i guess we have to assess is jigsaw getting the pages before he dies or is slenderman catching him? he's an old man who's like mark said is battling cancer so him moving around in the woods with a flashlight trying to grab pages he may not be in his physical peak unless we're taking him at his peak but at his peak he wasn't yet a serial killer I feel like I know who I want to win, and I know who does win. Yeah, okay. Me too. We'll say it at the same time. All right, say who you want to win first. Three, two, one. The, the ginger, ginger dead, dead man. man. Say who wins. Three, two. Slut, sl oh, what? Slenderman. Slenderman. All right. One more that I hope... <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know, <laughs> fuck this. I'm just going to reveal the names. All right. Who haven't we picked on here? We haven't picked. We've had a lot of not Almo picked. from Fear. Pennywise, Xenomorph, Pinhead. Yeah, why'd you rig up this wheel so bad? It was a good wheel. We got barely two of these. Yeah, because every single fucking round, you guys are just like, Chucky, do you mean Ginger Dead Man? We got Chucky like four times. Yeah, we did get Chucky four times. I, I can't. It's a wheel. What do you want me to do? I don't know. Fix it. Yeah, fix it. All right. What's a fun combo we haven't done? Just let let it ride. Let it ride. I, we'll do lightning round. We'll do lightning round and we'll be like, it'll be like winner stays in, you know? Oh, yeah. King of the Hill. Yeah, King, King of the, of the hill. hill. King of the Hill. Speed round. All right, well, we know who's not going to be in the hill. Uh, okay, Michael Myers is king of the hill for one round. Let's go, baby. Uh, FNAF Animaltronics. If it's all of them, they gang up on him. He's got no ch no shot. No shot. It's They inject him with sedatives and then beat him to death with a pipe. Yeah, exactly. And stuff him into a suit. It's no shot. Goodbye, Michael Myers. So are we keeping the previous one? Is it FNAF versus? Yeah, yeah. FNAF animatronics are there. It's Freddy, Bonnie, Chica, and Foxy up there. Versus themselves. Oh, that's a tough one. They have to fight their inner demons. No, they have to fight the toy versions of themselves. And I think like the O, whatever it is, the OG Five Nights at Freddy's one animatronics are there at the top of the hill at the end of it. So yeah. All right. So now we're down to the FNAF one animatronics. Yep. Versus 
the tire. Robert, rubber. Would, well, the thing is there's four of them. It would just make them all explode. I would believe he would be able to get them all. I don't think he can machine gun that power, right? It's gotta be, a, there's gotta be a little cooldown on it. I, there's no limitations placed in the lore on the power. He just doesn't, he doesn't want to kill a lot of people at once, but like. You know, that's fair. He could destroy, he could destroy all of Freddy Fazbear's pizza in one action. That's, that's fair. I think, yeah, you're totally right. It would blow up all of them. So I think it's the tire at the top of the hill. Robert Rubber takes the king of the hill. Is anyone going to beat the tires? Their point, we spit in more. Ginger dead man might uh, knock him down a couple notches. The Xenomorph beat a tire. If he blows him up near enough, the acid blood gets on him and the tire melts. That's kind of a draw. Kind of a draw. Well, but there's more than one Xenomorph, right? That, that, is that all of the Xenomorph? This just says one. Is that the plural of Xenomorph? Xenomorphies? It does say just one, but you know, Ginger Dead Men turned into an army of Ginger Dead Men, so... Oh, that was just theoretical. That's fine. I mean, so are you saying the tire wins this, we think, Mark? Uh, I don't know. I think it would melt. I really do think if it got close enough and, like, it was stocked, like, even if it got one of its explodies off, it would melt. The... Yeah, well, the tire doesn't have supernatural perception or anything, right? And it's not its not like an acrobat. It just rolls around. So the xenomorph would have to do its, like, crawling around the vents type thing and get get it by surprise. But it's possible. I think that it would result in it would be ambushed. And then as the tire is being slashed to bits, it would, like, blow up the xenomorph and then still melt. I think both are dead. No king of the hill. They're both dead. It's empty. Anyone's, anyone can take it. Pennywise. 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 Pennywise materializes on top of the hill. Yep. Pennywise is just there. It's fun. Pennywise versus Nemesis. Ooh. Nemesis. What exactly is Pennywise's set of skills? He's like a space alien demon thing. But he gets all of his power based on fear. And I don't think the Nemesis is afraid of nobody. I don't think Nemesis would, Nemesis would be afraid of shit. Yeah, and I, I don't know if an alien is going to have anything to do with a rocket launcher to the face. I don't think he's going to like that. I think Nemesis is king of the hill. Yeah. Yep. Well, I think we all know who Nemesis needs to look out for if, we, if Bob's choice comes up. <laughs> Please, no. <laughs> I, I agree. It's going to be a real tight matchup. Chucky, a.k.a. No. Ginger Dead Man. Bob's choice could be Ginger Dead Man. This is Chucky. Okay, well, Nemesis absolutely stomps Chucky. Nemesis would I mean, destroy that's not, Chucky. That's not a very good fight. Chucky's not even derisive. Yeah, that's not that's not close. Hey, you what? 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 Not even. Why is derisive the thing? Ghostface versus Nemesis. I, I don't think Ghostface has a chance. Isn't Ghostface just like a teenage kid in a mask, or like a mid early twenties? It's like thirty different people in a mask because every movie it's a different person because the previous one's defeated. In the in the first movie, isn't it? Isn't it the lore actually that it's both of those guys that at different points in the movie the shoes are different and it's both of the guys, but they're just guys. Yeah, no shot. No shot, no shot, no shot. No shot. Nemesis is tough. That doesn't seem very fair. <gasps> Nemesis versus Samara. Samara. Interesting. I don't know. Even if Samara, like, drowned Nemesis, I don't know if that would kill it. I don't know if that would kill it. Yeah, I just see Samara starts to try to crawl out of the TV and Nemesis just rocket launchers it to hell. Well, okay, but if it's like Samara is kind of like a ghost spirit and Nemesis is technically alive. We did conclude that gun, that chainsaws would not actually kill Samara, so we could conclude that a rocket launcher might not actually kill Samara. Yeah, but it would blow up any TVs nearby. Yeah, I mean, destroying the physical tape would be what you'd have to do to kill Samara, right? Because it's... I don't know if that was enough or not. How did they stop her? They didn't. They just made a copy. You make a copy of the tape. Oh, and they passed it along. Mm -hmm. 
I don't think Samara's winning because I don't think Samara could kill Nemesis. I don't think Samara could get Nemesis off the hill is really where we're where I'm at. Because every time Nemesis kind of gets blown up or smitheroon, I think Nemesis just grows kind of bigger. So how do you feel, Bob? Oh, you could you also can defeat Samara by watching the video backwards. Is that true? That's what this says. That you traditionally what you do is you make a copy or you just show it to someone else. But also Samara specifically, the ring character, can be defeated by watching the video in reverse. Interesting. Is Nemesis watching TV? <laughs> is he gonna be like rewind? I don't know. I don't know. I defer to Mark. I th- it's gotta be Nemesis. I think it's gotta be Nemesis All right. here. Nemesis stays on the hill. Jigsaw. So Nemesis was killed by a normal person, and Jigsaw's pretty intricate with his technology and traps. Obviously, if they're just like in a room together, Jigsaw's fucked. This old man with cancer is getting rocket launchered and then shoved inside of Nemesis. How much prep time does Jigsaw get for this fight? Because like traps are kind of a big deal in the Resident Evil universe in general. That's a lot of what moves things forward and makes things happen in in that world. Well, if we're assuming they're all in their primes or whatever, then he would have a chance to have his battleground set up, I guess. Yeah, if if it's ideal scenario for Jigsaw, this takes place in his own like warehouse of wonders, right? Where everything's all set up. Is he smart enough and savvy enough to to take a Nemesis out, or does Nemesis just rocket launch everything into abyss? Well, Nemesis could also just blow through the walls and stuff too. He wouldn't necessarily have to stop to solve a puzzle. Probably still Nemesis, right? Probably, yeah. Mm, probably. <laughs> The very long King of the Hill, Pinhead. So I'm not as familiar with Pinhead's all of his abilities. He's the guy from Hellraiser. Oh, right. So you have to have like a, it's a weird like cube thing that like summons him or something. I don't remember what he wants. Um, okay. Pinhead is invulnerable, ageless, immortal, capable of teleportation, magically disguising himself as other people and transforming humans into Cenobites. That sounds pretty tough. Yeah, how did they stop him in the movies? I don't think they did. What what is a what is a Cenobite? Cenobites are extra-dimensional beings who exist in an extra-dimensional realm. Well, that's some nonsense. If you look on the Wikipedia for Hellraiser, is that Nemesis in the background? Is this a picture of Nemesis back there? It sure looks like him. Is Nemesis a secretly a Cenobite? I just linked it. Just tell me to look at the guy in the back right and then look up a picture of Nemesis. Okay, I mean... Oh. Huh. <laughs> I know, right? He's <laughs> already converted him, so did Pinhead win? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if they're on the same team and Pinhead is the king of the Cenobites, Pinhead, Pinhead wins? Yeah, probably Pinhead wins. Okay, Pinhead. Wow, we finally have a... Who's going to beat him? Oh, we'll find out. Ginger dead man. Ginger no. dead man. Uh, Jason. I don't know if Jason wins if Nemesis didn't. He's basically invulnerable, so I'm not sure how he loses, but I'm also not sure how he wins. I feel like Hellraiser would probably just be, like, impressed, but I don't know if Jason's killing... I don't even know what Pinhead can do, and I'm probably still just kind of like... Pinhead has, like, the, like, demonic powers and, like, like, tortures people, and his mode of killing is pulling them apart with hooked chains. It doesn't sound like that would kill Jason... But also, there's just no way Jason is getting the jump on this guy. Yeah, probably not. I feel like you have to beat Pinhead with intelligence, and Jason's just kind of like a brute, malevolent force. Slender versus Pinhead. Interesting. So Slender is supernatural, as is Pinhead. I feel like Slender is not nearly as destructive or violent 
but it gets the job done against humans. It's, it's just like anytime you read the Wikipedia about Pinhead, it's always just going to be like nearly unlimited power and highly versatile and not bound by rules governing other Cenobites. Te telekinetically control vast areas, transmute matter, create and control fire and animate objects. I, I mean, I don't even like Pinhead and I think he wins. All right. Pyramid head versus the pin head. A lot of head actions. A lot of head. A lot of fixed skateboards. I don't even know what pyramid head can do. He has a blade. He just charges around and kills people with his big blade, right? Yeah, it's probably gonna be pinhead. I don't even know if this is much of a debate. This is the speed round. Leatherface, just a dude. Yeah, he's just a dude. Yeah, no shot. No shot. Dracula versus Pinhead. I mean, Pinhead absolutely has the capacity to just will a wooden spike through Dracula's heart without even moving a muscle, right? Like, I don't... Or probably even just, like, move the earth to go, well, you're in the sun now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. maybe. It's like one of those, like, Zelda Breath of the Wild puzzles where it's like, the, he's just holding the earth and he's like, oh, sun. Ooh, ooh, gotcha. He's very pale and wears all black. He might also not like the sun. Nah, nah I think it's gotta be Pinhead. Psychic powers. I think I think Pin we I think we created a monster. I think Pinhead was a sleeper on there. I guess so. Then there were three. Okay. What is who is Alma Wade from Fear? Like Samara, basically. Like telekinesis goal ghostly ghost but has yeah has more like direct i'm gonna slam this person's body around actually might be a good matchup so comparable to pinhead in terms of like magical supernatural telekinetic type ability type stuff maybe i don't know how she ends up getting stopped if she even does is she a character is she like do you fight her directly or does she just like exist benevolently in the world i don't know i've never played the games uh i don't remember how it finished but i i think it is a situation where like she's either like i don't know like her physical body is trapped away somewhere or she's dead i have no idea but chat gpt says both are incredibly powerful beings so a fight between the two would be a clash of titans in the horror genre the odds that chat gpt is saying it's around 50 50 almost psychic abilities could potentially wow. give her the upper hand however pinhead's own mastery over pain and reality could counterbalance that making it a tough call uh, this clash would be where strategy and timing rather than brute force determine the victor. So flip a coin, I guess. Well, I will say, uh, Pinhead, it, maybe it wasn't too hard, but, uh, that it's, there it's worn down. Pinhead's been fighting an awful lot. That's true. This is King of the Hill, and that is part of the strategy. Pinhead has fought a lot, and not all weaklings either. Okay, we can give it to Alma just to change it up a little bit. It's 50-50. It's fun to have a new, new one. One final spin. Uh... <laughs> Freddy Krueger, eh? That's another interesting matchup because if Freddy can get like into her head while she's sleeping, well, but she can change. She could travel dimensions and stuff. Is like part of her abilities. Like this is they both kind of operate. I mean, the game Fear. Oh wait, the, the, a, something called the Almaverse is a sleep-like world created by Alma, which are actually her own mind manipulations of destructive nightmare on the opponent. She works in the world of sleepy nightmares. Ooh. 
that's a vulnerability to freddy right that's like how freddy works yeah if if he can't even be strong in his nightmares which is the only place he really exists well that's the question who would have the advantage in manipulating the nightmare because that's what they both do i mean alma actually has psychic powers and is the ability to like change reality alma also has something called the wall of death <laughs> excuse me a large 50 foot plus tall smoke fog wall with dozens of faces on it getting close to the wall of death will you will start to hear some deep heavy screaming and entering the wall of death kills you regardless of anything that seems kind of unfair uh yeah that doesn't seem good it's gotta be like once per long rest or something though right i it has something like that i mean jesus well long rest she's taking a nap anyway so it's in the dream are we saying alma wins i, I think actually i i'm like I, the yeah. wall of death versus i've got blade fingers yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's fair i'm gonna tickle you Ooh. ben did not laugh uh -oh. yeah i wonder what the last spin's gonna land on and i wonder what i'll pick <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's my choice. Would you look at that? No, yes, no, yes, no. Okay, fine. The wheel doesn't like it. I just want to see if I agree with your choice. Yes, no, you do. No, no. We all know that the mythical being who is here to get rid of Alma and ultimately become the king of the hill is the ginger dead man. God damn it. The ginger dead man, does he even sleep? You know, definitely not. He's got dark powers. He's got dark magical powers, actually. Can't she just wall of death him? Uh, he's not technically alive. He's more like a possessed thing. So I really don't think killing him is what you need to do. I don't think that's going to get rid of him. It's the soul. The soul of the the Gary Busey character is is inhabiting, but he's dead. There's no way she kills Pinhead and everyone else, and then loses to a cookie. I mean, one of his main abilities is that he's pliable. Ooh, yeah. So that's no a good amount point. That's of a good telekinetic point. manipulation, no amount of big heavy objects hitting him, crushing him, is he is pliable. That's not what pliable means. That is what pliable means. And and we cannot deny Alma is a child and. And the ginger dead man is very derisive and children are oh, extremely children are incredibly susceptible. incredibly vulnerable to derisive comments yeah it was absolutely isn't she not a child that's just the she's like a 47 year old lady or something but she projects a child it's you know but you know what you know what her one of her main weaknesses is her children mm. her children Point Man, which is apparently a person's name, and Paxton Fettel, her second son. I think Ginger Dead Man could be incredibly cuttingly derisive towards her vulnerable children. That would absolutely devastate Alma. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, so the way that ChatGPT is crunching the numbers right now, it works out probably that it would be about an 85 to 15% uh, battle between Alma and the Ginger Dead Man. I just so happen to have a wheel here uh, with the odds listed up Not right here. I just want to say that ChatGPT has given me five different ways that the Ginger Dead Man could absolutely defeat Alma Wade. Uh, way number one, cookie mind games. Way number two, confectionery magic. Way number three, candy assault. Way number four, baking ritual. Uh -huh. Way number five, psychic jokes. Psychic jokes. No one would ever think of psychic jokes. I Alma's powers are psychic in nature. She would be very vulnerable to psychic jokes. Right, right. Well, uh, I'm just going to spin the wheel, um, and we'll see what happens. It's it's going to be a tough battle. Come on, Ginger Dead Man. Not a chance. Oh, no! 
thank God. God. Three out of five. 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 It was right there. It was right there. Oh my God. Oh, son of a bitch. Well, that wasn't three. That wasn't three. Hold on. Here we go. Three in a row. Three in a row. Stupid probabilities. No, 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 no. Not even a ginger dead in sight. Four out of seven. What? Come on, come on. This was this all lined up for this to be the perfect finish. Uh, uh, yes! Uh, 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 yes! 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 Cut the rest of that out. Ginger Deadman yes! wins. Yes! We we'll win it all. No! No! We have a winner. Ginger Deadman is the champion. Mm -hmm. It's his hill now. It is. He's the king of it and all of us losers need to get the hell off of it or God help us, he will deride us. Yeah, we don't want to be derided. The derision is coming. Yeah. Thank you all so much for watching. Today's winner is Bob, because Bob found us the ginger dead man. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> Congrats, Bob. Mark, you die on this hill because you went along with ginger dead man. Uh, uh, Your tire didn't even make it to the final. Robert Rubber never stood a chance. Hey, wait, I was having so much fun this whole time, I didn't realize I could lose. <laughs> That's right, you managed. Let us know somewhere, Reddit, wherever, what you think about the ginger dead man being the most powerful horror villain monster whatever uh, mark do you have a loser speech uh yeah so sometimes you know given the right circumstances given the right opportunities the underdog sometimes does have the upper hand and just because i didn't li didn't win this one doesn't mean that 15 out of 85 times i wouldn't win bob I think we really got to the the core of what you wanted us to talk about. I think we dug deeper than you expected and also went more broad than you thought we could. I think your disappointment stems from a disappointment in yourself because you know that you goofed by leaving the ginger dead man out of the list to begin with. I think the viewers and the listeners are going to be quite satisfied with the fact that Mark and I navigated us to the correct result despite your shortcomings as a host. So I, I, I deserve this win and I uh, appreciate it. And you're welcome for saving the episode, Wade. Thank you. It was going to flounder without you guys. If you haven't already, uh, check out us, I guess. Mark Markiplier, Bob Myskerm. I'm Wade, Minion 777, Lord Minion 777. Merch. Mm-mm. <laughs> now we're back to no on that. That's still no. Stay tuned for uh, the next one where Bob will host, and I'm sure it will have nothing to do with ginger, dead, or man. Until then, I'm cast out.